Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder, Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Damage Control, Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, anti-aging supplement. Available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, introducing your host, L. Russ. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm here today with Matt Riemann, the founder of ph360.me. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Elf. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation with you and the audience. Yeah, this is really interesting. So I'm not sure even how to describe this program. It's essentially an eat-for-your-body type measured based on not only body measurements and other factors, but genetics, and without testing actual you know, saliva or blood. And I went through it, and we'll talk about that later. I found it very interesting and revealing in a lot of arenas, but tell everybody what this is. All right. Well, PH360 is uh, the product of something we've been working on for over 10 years. We've had a, a leading team of international scientists and specialists and medical doctors that uh, are really trying to help quantify epigenetics and uh, and really understand more about personalized health. And so PH360 is a way that you can understand more about your body at this very point in time. Uh, epigenetics refers to the factors that influence the way that our genes are expressed. So the six main areas that we talk about usually is the foods you eat, the exercise you do, uh, the sort of climate that you live in, the way that your mind works, uh, the social interactions that you may have, and your natural genius or your natural talents uh, that exist. And all these things interact with our genes at any point in time. And uh, they just determine actually which genes we have switched on or off at any moment in time. And so we've been able to help quantify these epigenetics and, and help make sense of all this, uh, this confusing information uh, at, at times to help navigate towards a, a place of health and happiness for your cells and for your genes. And so PH360 is really the tool that helps you understand what's right for you to be able to help you know, navigate through that, uh, that space that you're in at that uh, point in time. Let's talk about genetics a little bit because so I've done your program, which doesn't actually blood test my genes, right? You're talking about how they may be expressed. And I find all of these modalities, everything even from just, you know, getting an organic acids test or a, or a food sensitivity test, I feel like all of these things contribute and help either us understand ourselves better or maybe make a different choice health-wise that could be really beneficial. And I found some really interesting correlations when I went through the PH360 uh, program. But tell everyone how these things are measured. How do you and your philosophy on how genes are expressed? Because it's different than, let's say, someone who would say, well, no, you really need to actually just test your genetics through blood or saliva, and your guys are doing it a different way. So can you sort of like clarify that? Yeah, for sure. It's um, we're we're really excited. Actually, we've been, uh, I guess, pioneering the fields in personalised health for quite a number of years, and we're at the space and time where we've sort of moved beyond genetics itself. We've been able to uh, reverse engineer what we understand now about genes, uh, and most most importantly, we we understand that your genes don't actually dictate your health or don't actually dictate any of your future at any moment in time. It's actually the way that your genes are expressed. And so you have a lot of genes that aren't switched on at any moment in time, which means that they're not actually being used or being relevant for what your body produces and how it functions, but there's many that are, and that changes very regularly. And so what we've been able to do uh, successfully is be able to quantify the phenotype. 
and the phenotype is the expression of the genotype. So that's what we look at uh, in PH360 when you go through an assessment initially. It'll build a profile like an avatar, um, as, as you're aware, um, L, but it'll build a, pro- a profile, what we call a body profile in the back end, that understands about how your genes are switched on or off at any point in time. And so we have a, a number of different genes that exist if you've got blue eyes, for example, a number of different genes that exist if you've got um, you know, fair hair or if you've got uh, wrinkles or if you've got uh, longer fingers or shorter fingers or you know, different striations on your fingernails. And so PH360 really goes through and measures your specific body. It's an objective measurement. It's not uh, not subjective at all. And uh, you go through and ask your questions about your eye color and your hair color and your texture of your skin and all those different questions about if your gums bleed or if you have earlobes attached to your head and all these things that seem almost <laughs> me- meaningless. But uh, there's so much medical data and scientific information that we pull from all these different body measurements. And uh, your genes expressed are you as you stand today, which is your phenotype, as you look in the mirror and how you think when you look in the mirror is you today. And that's what we measure with PH360. And uh, from getting that avatar of you where I would understand your phenotype and from your, gene, from your phenotype, we're already able to understand which genes you have switched on or off at any moment in time, which means we've been able to design this assessment without even having to do a blood sample or a, genetic, a, a DNA test for, at all. We've done plenty of that in our, obviously in our, our science and medicine development to get here. But uh, now we don't need to have an invasive sample to actually get the same information, or actually more accurate information based on what's expressed at this moment in time. Right. Um, and so it involves things like I measured my jaw, right, from my right. top of my yeah. jaw. And I was measuring, you know, the, took a bunch of different measurements with my hands. And let's talk about the the different body types. I mean, obviously, you can't go into everything regarding, but I just felt it was very interesting. I was sp- definitely mostly one type, but kind of fell also slightly in another category as well. But when the coach from your company uh, spent an hour with me going through all of it, it was really interesting the how true so many of the things were for me. Right. You know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting because uh, you know, we we kind of have been likened a lot to almost a horoscope on steroids. It's it's uh, right. it's it's crazy to say how can you understand how my mind works and how can you understand like you know, how I am socially when you, you didn't ask me any questions about that at all. All you asked me was what's my eye color and what's my hair color and how long's your hand and and how you know how long's your jaw. Uh, so we look at uh, the factor in, into body typology. Um, we, we consider a lot of different Ayurvedic uh, medicine and traditional Chinese medicine approaches in this concept as well. And so the different body types, there's, there's three main body types uh, that uh, people may or may not be familiar with. There's an endomorph, which is generally a, a shorter in stature, doesn't have to be, can be taller as well, but uh, a little bit wider in the bones. We refer to the bone structure. This isn't uh, how much fat mass you have. In fact, that's irrelevant to the body type. It's about your bone structure. So people with, with broader bones, wider shoulders, wider hips, uh, thicker um, thicker bones in the legs and the arms, and generally longer digits and longer longer feet, longer hands, etc. Uh, we have the uh, the ectomorph, which is more of the taller, slimmer uh, people, so th- you know, thinner hips, thinner shoulders, uh, longer, taller uh, head and, uh, and torsos usually. And then we have the mesomorph, which is the sort of in between that. Uh, if you like, the more the the they generally have you know, more more of the muscle mass. The more uh, active people, obviously, usually with the mesomorphs, but uh, they're moderate in terms of their their shoulder width, their hips, etc. So they're kind of the three types that we classify people into uh, in body typology. It's called uh, anthropometry is the science that we use for that. And there's a lot of correlations and links between anthropometry and uh, risk of disease, for example. 
a lot of uh, different links between anthropometry and physiology, uh, so what's happening in your body at any moment in time. These are all you know, there's hundreds of thousands of peer-reviewed journal, journal articles that, that to show these clear links now that uh, we've been able to harness that information along with you know, many, many other different filters that we include with science and medicine in here uh, to better give you a, a good understanding of what your body shape is at this point in time how that actually influences or affects uh, your health status and uh, also your function at that time. And uh, when we layer into different filters, so we have a body type where we kind of start, we understand uh, what things may be a predisposition for you or what things may be better for you or maybe not so good for you. But then we add a lot of different filters in there. And so we may have a filter, for example, of neuroscience that comes in uh, that understands more about the different regions of your brain that most may be most dominant. Uh, we understand more about the uh, the different uh, tasks that are most allocated to those regions of the brain, and hence we'll understand more about what you're more likely to be good at doing or what you're more likely to be doing most of. Uh, we'll understand more about the brain frequencies even that work. Uh, there's a lot of information that we actually get from assessing your phenotype, which uh, is, again, well and, well and truly beyond the, the application of genetics that, uh, that we're able to do these days in, in, uh, in, in the fields. And so we've got a lot of different sciences. We've got endocrinology filter that comes in, so we look at these specific hormones that you have uh, that are available at any point in time in your body, whether you're someone who at that point in time is more you know, high in, in a hormone like dopamine, which may be something that you know, drives you to do a lot of things, motivates you a lot, very rewards-driven type uh, type hormone, or whether it's more prolactin, which may be having you more likely to be someone who's you know, more of a nurturing person that wants to be at home with the kids or you know, look after family, or whether you're you know, higher or lower in a hormone like oxytocin, uh, which can be if you're lower in oxytocin, you may have less trust or things like that that exist. Or if you're higher in serotonin, you may be more of a happy person. So there's a lot of uh, amazing uh, insights from the fields of endocrinology. That is another filter that we have in there that we can understand more likely about behaviors and about actions and about preferences and things like that. Uh, and there's many, many filters. I, again, we won't talk. We'll probably be here for six hours otherwise, or actually right. usually six days for courses. But there's a lot of different filters that we use in the assessment to go through from all the evidence-based information that exists to be able to have a really good conversation with you about your gene expression, about what that actually means for you in your life right at this point in time. Right. And, and tell us, you know, Diana, who I spoke with from your company, touched on it briefly. But can you go into the details as to how they figured this out, right? Because it basically was dissecting a bunch of people. I mean, obviously, after they were dead um, and, and measuring certain things, right? Like they found certain right. body types had a certain length of intestine or maybe a foot longer. Can you kind of get into a little bit of that, like how it was yeah, even sure. determined that this was a thing you could assess this way? Well, this is this is something that's been around for a very long time, actually. It's been around for, for centuries uh, in terms of the ancient uh, side of things, but it's, it was more popularized back in the 1600s and uh, they go you know, back before we had our MRI machines and and the DNA tests that existed they were trying to actually answer the question to say well you know why are these people coming in with this sickness and how does it even work they didn't have the luxury of, uh, of the tests that we do today and so they started measuring people's bodies this is uh, predominantly in Europe where this came out of in fact it was it was spearheaded out of Italy there's a number of uh, different places over there and uh, and they, they started measuring people and they measured their heads they measured their you know their shoulders their feet they measured their ankles and waists and all these sorts of things this is where BMI came from it was actually quite uh, who was one of the guys from over there that that uh, developed that? It was used to used to be called the Quetelet Index. It's now called the Body Mass Index that we know, which is you know weight, waist and height ratios. There's a lot of different ratios that were designed from back then, which we still have a number of those that we use today, commonly known. But there's many, many, many applications that were kind of you know, not really uh, used or continued from back then uh, that we've been able to pick up on and go back and do a lot of research on. And so there's over 500 different ratios that we we uh, look at in the back end that help us understand a lot about the very specific physio physiology, the uh, the neurochemistry even, and uh, a lot of the other things that exist right now. So it's been around for a long time, but it, it's really been to measure the people's body 
uh, to help try and figure out what's going on with these these people, and that's how they were able to correlate different body types having different risks uh, of disease states, which was how it, how it started. And since then, has been adapted into a lot more different functional you know, physiology and, and anatomy from there. Right. It's funny that you said like astrology on steroids because it, it's kind of one of those weird things where you're like you just measure a bunch of things on your body, answer some questions, um, and then you know you're like, what? This is you know <laughs> telling me who I am. And and it wasn't really until the coaching, you know, when she mentioned uh, a bunch of different things, and she happened to be the same body type, so she was sort of just relaying uh, some personal experience and every uh, so many things she was saying. I was like, ah, oh, that is so true for me too. Right. Um, so it's really really interesting. Um, how did you get involved? Involved in this, I mean, what, what's your personal story uh, that led you to get on this train? Yeah, well, uh, one day about nine years ago, I woke with excruciating pain and I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. Actually, I thought I was having a heart attack. And at the time, I was, uh, you know, I was very active. I was very healthy, or what I would have said, very healthy. One of the healthiest guys alive. Actually, I used to, you know, go to the gym three or four times a week. I used to ride my bike. I used to run. I used to surf on weekends. I had a great job. I worked with high-profile, you know, Olympic athletes, politicians, entrepreneurs, and. I was uh, what I thought had the perfect life and things were great. Uh, and then something like this happened and it really stopped me in my tracks and asked me to question a lot of things about the body. Uh, at the time, I was teaching medical doctors internationally and and uh, yeah, I thought I, I knew quite a lot about the body. Uh, but it really helped me delve into a lot more of the, or it, it, I guess it forced me to delve into a lot more of the the uh, understanding about what was there. I went through the usual protocols of most people to, to go through many different medical you know, opinions and different diagnoses and things like that before I was uh, finally diagnosed with a terminal illness, actually, uh, with a mutation in my TTR gene, uh, a condition called alamoid polyneuropathy. And uh, that uh, really challenged me to say, well, I don't really accept that. I don't want to do that. That's not my future. How can I actually find out how to change this? And uh, I've been working in the fields of personalized health for a very long time already, and uh, this really, uh, I guess, kickstarted a lot of the the the, uh, the work that we're doing today, where I, uh, by necessity, had to connect with um, you know, with many different leading doctors and scientists and specialists from all around the world to try and figure this out for myself. And uh, that led me down a track I was already uh, very interested in. We worked a lot in the fields of neuroscience, and this led, led me uh, into a lot more of the genetics fields and then into epigenetics, uh, when we realised that the genes itself, there was a lot of information we knew about that. But uh, it's just a predisposition. Uh, even if you get a genetic test done these days, the best you can do is is try and say, well, this gene, you know, the, the most common one's the MTFH, MTHFR gene, uh, but it's just a predisposition. We don't even understand properly how that's linked with different genes, uh, let alone what that means, but it's not expressed in a lot of people, uh, which means it's actually just a gene. It doesn't uh, affect you at any moment in time. And so your genes don't determine your future. Your genes don't determine your health. What does is the way that they're expressed, what's switched on or what's switched off. Uh, and that's really comes down to your epigenetics, and uh, your epigenetics are the things that determine if your gene is switched on or switched off. And so we uh, we've spent a lot of time uh, in those fields, spent many many years uh, figuring out all that for myself. I'm really happy these days. In theory, I should be in a wheelchair and hardly speaking by now. And I'm, yeah, what I, I can say, very honestly now say I'm one of the healthiest guys alive. But, um, yeah, let's not gloss over that. Did you just uh, become non-terminal from a terminal declaration ten years ago? Right, yeah. Well, I'm able to, I guess what we've figured out is how we can switch off the genes that aren't so good for us and switch on the genes that are. And uh, I live my life like that now. I understand all the things that are good for my body, understand all the things that are right for me. Uh, as you alluded to before, it's that's uh, what's PH360 is, is just a, a way that you can actually find out what's right for your body. It really is like a translation tool to listen to what your body's saying to you. 
Uh, it's like saying, hey, what are my genes actually saying to me? Well, here's, here's what it is. Uh, here's what food they're asking for. Here's what exercise they want you to do. Here's how they want you, who, who they want you to hang out with, and here's the climate they like you to live in. Right. Uh, this is a, really some, a, a powerful understanding, and it's very, it's very, very advanced and pioneering. The conversations we're having are, are great. You know, we're over here in the States at the moment. You know, we've, we've been meeting and advising with you know, U.S. Army and addressing World Health Organizations, United Nations, and we're having some really big global conversations advising governments that on personalised health and epigenetics moving forward. It's, it really is a, an area that we're finding out a lot more about and finding the applications of this information to, to look at changing a lot of uh, things in, in what we understand from sleep, from digestion issues to fatigue, for, uh, for weight loss for, for a lot of different people, uh, for understanding mental clarity, but also looking at reversing signs of chronic disease like diabetes, heart disease, obesity. Uh, it's really an exciting time to find out if you can actually know what your, spe- what your specific body needs it's very, very different to the person next to you, very, very different to your brother and sister and your, your parents and your best friends, uh, then when you can understand about your unique body and what it needs, then you can actually navigate in a way that you can choose to switch genes on and off in, in the way that you need to, to be able to be happy and healthy. And that's what we're really all about. Tell us about the personal experience. What was it specifically for you? What do you believe was turning that gene on? And then what for you turned it off and, and yeah. created health? Like, can you give us your personal body type and what you discovered about you and how you adjusted things in your life? I mean, did you move to a new climate? Like, you know, tell us about yeah. how your, you know, your <laughs> PH360 journey, because, you know, I frankly, can. you know, I, you're probably so used to it by now and talking about it, but being terminal to not being terminal is a huge feat and an amazing, wonderful thing. So I'm sure there's lots of people out there that really want to hear how it is you found a way for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I often don't talk about this in detail, so I appreciate the question. It is exciting. Absolutely. I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. And uh, for me, one of the big things uh, was climate. Um, and so I actually moved locations after uh, you know, a year of trying to figure this out. I moved locations and I found out with my epigenetics that I was in the wrong climate. I used to live in, uh, I grew up in, in Australia and I used to live down in South Australia uh, and I moved up to the northeast of Australia where the climate is a lot more humid. It's like tropical uh, up north, tro- isn't it? Tropical, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful weather up there and and uh, literally within the space of days of me moving up there, uh, my pain level started to, to decrease significantly, uh, which I thought was just incredible and, and maintained that way. Uh, but one of the biggest things for me was actually uh, my diet and uh, I was there uh, you know, as many people understand with their diet, but I was doing everything right. You know, mm-hmm. I was eating clean. I was, uh, you know, having all my protein. I was working out at the gym and you know, all that sort of stuff. I was having my protein shakes. I was doing everything. I was, you know, I could have just said this is fantastic. Uh, again, which I thought. Uh, what I found out from understanding more about my personalized health, again from gene expression, is I understood that my body it doesn't actually process protein so well. Uh, I lack certain digestive enzymes to to process protein. And so I was actually not absorbing the protein. I wasn't digesting the protein I was eating. And that was actually floating around and ending up as calcification in my spine. Uh, and so this is a, a great example that you just never know this sort of stuff unless you can actually figure it out sure. uh, through, through something like this. And so what I actually did, I had about six months of almost no protein in my diet, which I thought you know, would ha- have my muscles eat away and all these sorts of things, which was the complete opposite, actually. Uh, and that turned me, that was a, the real big turning point for me completely was to, uh, to actually take protein out of my diet even though I'm someone on my body type, I sit between uh, the ectomorph and the mesomorph. So uh, someone who would more likely have, you know, generally speaking from a body type, would more likely have more protein in their diet. This is someone uh, like when you when you factor in all the other circumstances, the different filters of science and medicine as we talk about, it's not just body types that you can go on that, that's right. accurate, uh, which is why, you know, body type diets don't actually work for everybody or work often the time because they don't consider lots of different uh, variables that are in the mix. 
Uh, same with, you know, I guess, a lot of limitations of stuff that we tried first with body types, with genotypes, with blood types. Uh, there's limitations in all those different things because uh, they don't actually consider any dynamic interaction in the environment or your state of stress or health at any point in time. It's less and comprehensive so we, for sure, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, if you do even the best that we had, like the other blood type was obviously been, you know, even Peter Dadamo who went through that has, has been out of, he went on, then went on to do the genotype diet. Uh, even the genotype diet, you know, our genes, if we go and measure our genes when we're age 18 to when we're age 80, they're the same. So in theory, we'd be saying, well, this is the exercise you need to do when you're 20 or when you're 80. Well, this is the food you should eat right now when you're 20 or when you're 80. Like we obviously know that that's just crazy. Um, it doesn't make any sense for, for that. We're, we're dynamic changing beings. And I often talk in, in certain fields, uh, you know, if I'm talking uh, in medical fields, we, we'll talk about uh, the concept of geomedicine where uh, location, the weather you live in actually changes uh, who you are and, and uh, whatever you're doing quite significantly. And I use an example where uh, if you jumped off a plane, like if, if you and I went now or when we jumped on a plane, we went to uh, Antarctica or we jumped on a plane, we went to Africa. You know, let's say we get off the plane in Antarctica, suddenly we're freezing cold, we're you know, shivering, it's like you get off the plane, we're like, just get us into a cab, take us to the hotel, uh, we feel like a, a warm bowl of soup or something like that to, to, to keep us warm. Um, if we get off the plane in Africa, we're suddenly going, hey, everybody, this is awesome, we hit the safari and we'll have a fresh juice and maybe some water, that's what our body feels like. Uh, that's naturally what our body needs at that particular time. We're the same person, we've got the same genes, we've got the same brain, we've got the same thoughts in our head, we're in the same relationships, we've got the same amount of stress or not, whatever. Uh, it's just the climate that's different actually changes significantly what our body's needs are nutritionally. Uh, it also significantly changes our personality, our social interactions. In, in Antarctica, we just wanted to get in a cab. We're more introvert in cold weather. We In uh, Africa, we get off. We're like, hey, everybody, we met three new friends in the first five minutes. Uh, so it's a, a very different, uh, even just the climate, our geomedicine influences our body, our interactions socially, our internal health very, very significantly. So even if you're the same person living in the same in the same city, uh, you don't do anything different. You're exercising the same, you're eating the same, you're doing everything the same. Just when the seasons change, you're a different person. You need to be eating different foods. You need to be exercising different. You need to be hanging out with different people. Like it's just who we are. And, and we're just really understanding that now in personalized health. And we're really excited to be, I guess, pioneering a lot of the, the research and a lot of the ways in that, that field at the moment. And it's, uh, it's really exciting, really, really exciting. Did you completely uh, indefinitely in get rid of protein or did you get rid of it completely during the time where you're trying to heal your problem and then introduced it back in small amounts or what's yep. the way that you live now um, obviously you wouldn't want to overdo it to re-express that gene and have more problems so how do you manage that or what's your personal you know protein? yeah 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 so i reintroduced protein back in very slowly uh, i have very small amounts of protein right now again which goes against you know most of the the common literature but uh I, uh, I guess we see a lot of people in the same boat as me now that when you work like this, that, that makes a significant change. But yeah, I went through an elimination period to make sure I could change my body significantly. Uh, and then I reintroduced it back in, but I have very small amounts of protein these days. I don't have any more protein shakes. I still you know, work out regularly and still do my stuff, but I don't have any of the protein I need to. And you know, I still grow my muscle and still do my thing. So it's, uh, that, that's been my journey, uh, introducing back into it in a slow way. Uh, I'll tend to have more plant-based proteins, but I do eat yeah, I do eat meat. I just understand that I don't sit there and eating, you know, th three or four big steaks a week uh, like I used to because I don't have the enzyme capacity to be able to actually process that much protein. It's too much of a volume even if I'm working out and even if I'm that body type. And so uh, that's, that's I guess, one of the most powerful things that I, I found out about my body uh, to be in that space and to be in that state. And uh, I certainly am very, very grateful I was able to find that out and be here today sharing the message that we're able to share with people. Uh, for some people, it's the complete opposite. Who some people who may be vegetarian, you know, their body's not so healthy that they do need to have meat in their diet. They do need to have a lot more protein. 
Uh, there's some people that are that, you know, the very, very opposite. There's some vegetarians that should be eating meat. There's some meat eaters that should be vegetarian. Uh, it's just a, a very, you know, it's, it's unique. Everybody's very, very different. Uh, what you talked about before, everybody has, you know, from our research, it's been fascinating because everybody is so different, not just how they think, but how their body actually functions. There's not one single person on the planet that's the same. There's over 7 billion people. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. Even identical twins who have the same genetics have different expression of their genetics. So there's not actually one single person that's the same on the planet. Each person has a different length of their intestine, a different size stomach, a different you know, response, a different part of the brain that functions differently, and you know, their different experiences, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of interesting uh, understandings that we're just starting to apply now and uh, you know the 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 um, I guess you know the applications that we're still sharing with people, uh, you know, to eat general healthy fruits and vegetables and to do you know sixty minutes of exercise a day, we're kind of almost moving to the point in in life where this is negligent advice because we already know how how different everybody is. We already know how unique anyone is. You can't do what the other person did next to you. You can't just all follow the one approach. You have to find out what's right for you. But you have to find out what's right for you at any particular point in time. As we said, even as, as the weather changes around you, you need to adapt your diet accordingly or adapt your exercise accordingly. Uh, if you have more or less stress, that influences your foods and things. If you have, uh, you know, if you're in a, you know, a different uh, job or environment, if you're if you're someone who should be a, you know, a an artist or a, a painter or something like that, and you're an accountant stuck behind the desk under the air conditioning and in a in a dark room, that's not healthy for you compared to someone who maybe is naturally an accountant. They love numbers and figures, but they're out trying to be an artist and make money and they just can't paint. Um, there's so many different applications of understanding who you are from a physiology point of view, from a, a neuroscience point of view, uh, from a biology point of view. But how that actually translates in real life is what foods are good for me right at this point in time. What sort of how should I move my body? Um, who should I hang out with? Where should I you know, where should I spend my time? What should I be doing? Uh, these are the questions that are very hard for people to know the answers to unless you've done a lot of trial and error. And uh, PSU60 is really designed to help you cut through all the confusion and just find out what's right for you right at this point in time so that you can be healthy and happy. Nice. And so other than, you know, the, the move to a different climate and changing your diet, what were some of the other components? Did you find there were other lifestyle components or exercise components for you that you're like, wow, I was doing this one type of exercise and I really realized that it's better for me to do this. Or I was hanging out with these kind of people or doing this kind of job. Like what were some of the other components that were applicable to you, if any? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, the exercise was certainly one. Uh, one of the big things, another one of the filters that's in PHU60 is chronobiology. And uh, chronobiology refers to the the actual time of day uh, that things should happen in your body for for foods. Again, even eating the right foods that are good for you, it's different depending on the time of day. Uh, some people should be eating certain foods in the morning, some people in the afternoons, some people should be having bigger meals in the morning, some people should be having bigger meals at night. It's very, very different for different people. And especially if you've got like you know, conditions in your body, then it changes as well. If you've got different levels of exercise and activity, it changes as well. So there's many different factors, dynamic variables that come into the human body as we know. Uh, we're going away f very much away from the siloed approach where we'll just look at the heart or look at the lungs or look at the muscles. Uh, we now understand that everything interacts with everything else, and so we need to consider all that. So uh, that was one thing for me in terms of the time of day for exercise. Uh, for me, generally speaking, it's better to exercise in the morning, and uh, and so I've, certainly I used to go to the gym in the afternoons, and that's something that I've been able to change as well. Uh, I'm a lot better off with uh, more body weight style resistance, uh, with some light resistance as opposed to doing heavy weights in the gym too. Uh, and that's something that I've learned as well. And uh, we're really, uh, I guess, being able to help educate people on what suits them specifically, as opposed to sometimes what we might see in the society or the media or, you know, for example, if, if uh, Oprah or someone wanted to be a, a thin supermodel, it's it's uh, not even physically possible for her to do that. Uh, if she was, you know, this is just an example, of course, but if she was looking at the media and wanted to be a supermodel, she'd find it very, very difficult to, to try and be that. It'd be very hard for her life. 
or the opposite for people who are trying to put on weight that are just you know very very thin. Uh, that's their body shape. That's their body type. So it's about understanding who you are, uh, what's right for you, so that you can actually be in your space and be you know, looking after your body the best and the healthiest. Um, there's uh, there's many other applications too for me. Uh, I was doing a lot of work in therapy uh, at the time. I was treating a lot of people, and uh, and those sorts of positions and postures uh, were uh, something that I was ready to transition from and and st- you know just I guess step out and do what I'm doing today. And uh, and that that really was a a, a great uh, transition for me. And uh, I still work with a number of different people in different capacities now, but uh, it's a very, very different space compared to what that used to be. And that was understanding more about you know, how my brain works, more about uh, what natural talents I have and the natural gifts I have to share. And uh, that understanding is really, really powerful for lots of people. It means that you can be in a space to be free. Uh, you know, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody, that's for sure. And uh, you know, we now know that from gene expression. That's crazy. But you know, where everybody, you know, the general message is, hey, you should quit your job and go and be an entrepreneur. It's actually very, very stressful for a lot of people and very difficult to do. Uh, versus the opposite, working in a, in a you know, day-to-day job can be very stressful and hard for some people, and they should be an entrepreneur, uh, you know, and vice versa. So there's so many different applications that uh, were applicable for my different life. That's in PHU 60 that I I lived you know, each day of my life, and I'm really really grateful for the fact that I was able to help find out this information for myself with genius minds from all around the world, and uh, be able to put this into a system. The the real answer was well, this is actually everybody's so different, but it's actually the same for everybody. It's find out what's right for you. And so as we went through and did this, this is like, hang on, this can work for anyone and this can work for everybody. And that's how we brought this information together for PH360. There's not one single person on the planet that gets the same information in PH360. Every single person gets a different information based on who they are, based on the time of day that they're supposed to eat, based on the climate and the location they're in. And uh, it's really exciting actually to be able to share this with people and see so many people transform their lives. And, and that without any diet, magic pills, without anything else at all, it's just understanding what's good for you right now. Yeah, and also the self-experimentation of looking at these different factors and testing them out and seeing, you know, how your body changes or your mind changes. And it's all about the more information. And honestly, like so much resonated with me and confirmed things that I was already doing or confirmed things that I had suspicions about that I was like, all right, well, whether that's 100% true, it's something that does resonate with me. And therefore, that makes me now, I, I will make future decisions on that food based on that being like ding 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 you know what i mean there were some connections made that either furthered what i'm already doing or will you know what i mean keep me in line with some stuff i suspected was an issue so i I find that really fascinating and i I thought it was totally worthwhile and um and again you have to take it all i mean for example nothing's nothing's 100 percent. for example you know i'm not necessarily allergic to wheat or allergic to eggs but i have some i have issues with them you know what i mean like there's uh, there's certain things but that were expressed in my genetics like a a gene that said i might have an issue um when i did the actual genetic testing that i might have an issue with high sulfur foods which i do but again like it wouldn't show up on an allergy test or anything else so there's some things that i've seen correlations with with genetics and even Real genetic testing and also the way you guys analyze it and your philosophy on how to approach it with the measurements and other variables and factors. And they kind of were both in line with each other. You know what I mean? In in a lot of ways, there were so many similarities. So I found it really beneficial. Um, But before we go, I'd love to hear of a few success stories. Clearly, you are a huge success story. I mean, 
what a wonderful accomplishment and just success to, to go from being terminal to enjoying life and now helping others. Um, what are some other, you know, stories that stand out to you of people who came to you in really poor health and have really done a 180 on the 360? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We've, um, we've had uh, so many success stories. Actually, we get to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of testimonies coming all the time from people who are transforming their life. With the, most of the people that are, are actually in this space have tried uh, many, many different things before. I've uh, seen you know, all the different specialists and all the gurus and done all the elimination diets and everything. And it's usually just a couple of little things that, uh, that they know about. Uh, it's it's uh, it's always interesting. Like when you share, obviously you're in a space where you're pretty in touch with your body and and you know what's there. It was good to do um, something like this to confirm and go, great. Well, look, I'm on the right track. This this stuff does line up. This is good. I'll take that on board. There's a couple little things you might have got out of it. That's great. For most people in the world, they have absolutely no idea about health. They don't know right. what where to start. They're confused. They're like, what's this health stuff all about? Like, how am, how the hell am I supposed to know what to eat or what to do? And so that's why we've designed PH360. So you can actually say, hey, you don't have to know anything about health at all. You just have to do this assessment and it'll literally be able to tell you exactly what to do. Um, it's, it's got all the information there for you. It's you know, we've been described by many different media outlets as like having a team of health professionals in your pocket. Uh, that's yeah, just, and no it, blood work and you can do it at home. You, all you need is a soft measuring tape, right? And I mean, yep. you're good to go. Exactly. And we so we work with a lot of different people. There's, um, uh, I'm sure actually, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this. This is Dinah who actually uh, helped you. She, she came on board PH360 uh, a while ago. Uh, I worked with her personally actually when we first started. And uh, Diana, if you're listening to this, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but she came uh, when she was she was living in uh, in Idaho in a place called Sun Valley, which is I've been to actually, it's beautiful, up in the mountains, and she's a similar a similar body type to you, as you said before. And she uh, she was there, she used to go out for walks in the trees in the mountains, and it was just beautiful. She loved, like, personally loved being there. It was fantastic for her. It was exactly where she wanted to be, uh, yet she had chronic pain. She had uh, you know, pains in all of her joints uh, all the time. She had it for many, many years. She had blood noses. She had really bad rosacea, which is a really a, a red skin condition of the face. She was really embarrassed to go out in public and all these things. She had headaches every day and uh, you know, she was in a, a really bad state. She was doing everything right. She was eating super clean. She was growing her own organic kale in her garden and eating that and she was having her smoothies every morning and doing all the right stuff and super, super everything perfect, yet she was in this state and she'd seen all the specialists and done all the things. Uh, and so she came to us through a friend and I worked with her and PH360 told her two things. First thing it said is that you're eating too many greens. You shouldn't be eating your greens. You shouldn't be having your kale like you're having it. You should be having one serving that a week, not having it every day. The second thing it said was that you're living at an altitude that's too high for you. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just two pieces of information that came there. And she said, great, well, I've tried everything. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Uh, and she did. She moved down altitude and she stopped having her greens. Uh, and I think within four days, her skin had completely cleared up. And within two weeks, all her pain and everything was completely gone. And just uh, moving to a lower altitude, like she was higher up the mountain and she lives in still the same place, but moved to a lower altitude. Exactly. She moved down to Boise, which is a like mm -hmm. the the town there that's um, lower down in, in terms of attitude, and stopped having the greens. And that was a like it. It's a, a way that you can see like how would you possibly know this information? People that are doing all the right things, that are doing everything you should do. Particularly the altitude part. That's something you're yeah. not going to really get from a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so, for that sure. variable is not mentioned like by most medical professionals. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And 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 the fact that uh, I use that example because it's um and kale as well. Kale is the you know one of the biggest most promoted foods, but it's actually really not healthy for lots of people if they're not in a great state of health. Sure. And uh, that's yeah, that's for Dinah. We've had we worked with many many people that. Uh, a lot of people that uh, use it, you you tend to lose weight. A lot of people lose weight very, very quickly just because they're going back to their natural body shape. 
um, you know, it's not uncommon for people to lose 20 pounds in the space of a couple of weeks uh, if they're a bit more, of, if they've got a bit more weight to lose. Uh, but we we work with um, people that have gone from we work with people with Parkinson's, with muscular dystrophy, uh, people with cancers. Uh, lots of amazing testimonials and stories with transformations from people in bad states. We've had a lot of medical doctors that have used it themselves to reverse their signs of heart disease and diabetes. Uh, it's been a, a really, really uh, empowering time to be involved in personalised medicine and to be able to you know, be on the forefront of what's changing, what's coming. So it's a, yeah, it's been a really great to, great to journey for me personally, of course, but to, to be able to work with all these people around the world. Uh, we're in over 17 countries now, and we're really excited to be able to have these conversations with people. Uh, and so I really appreciate the time to be able to come and share a bit about what we're up to with your audience. No, it's and, great. Uh, really and what, what, where do you go from here? I mean, you said you're, you're training people, you're introducing this, and you know, obviously we're getting the, you're getting the word out about it. What's next for you and, and, and the company? Yeah, it's a great question, actually. We're, we're, um, we do do a lot of courses. We teach a lot of medical doctors and health professionals all over the world. Uh, we uh, we run a lot of uh, we actually run retreats, health retreats, and healing retreats for people that are in those spaces that need to have extra help. Uh, but we also run we also got in, uh, the next development of PH360, the next evolution, uh, which I can talk about now. It's just coming out later this year. It's called Shay, and uh, Shay is a personal health assistant. And uh, we're actually just in the in the space of, uh, of having conversations publicly about this right now. And uh, and Shay is like Siri, but for your health, and um, it really takes all the information about your your personal health, your understanding, uh, what's right for you for your body, and will communicate and interact with you in real time via voice or text. And so you can ask Shay, for example, and say, Shay, what's um, you know, what to, you know, what should I be having for breakfast, for example? Uh, and Shay will on your phone will be able to produce a, a smoothie for you in the morning with all the ingredients that are perfect for you to have, so you can rock up and just put that in. Uh, to the point where the advanced technology we're integrating is that Shay, uh, what's uh, yeah, what's something that uh, yeah, or, or the local f- local foods that are available for me today, Shay, and I'll be able to tell you what's local seasonal foods available that's best for you. Uh, Shay will also talk to you in advance and say, uh, oh, uh, we know it's the best time for you to have dinner is in the next hour. Uh, would you like us to help manage dinner for you? And say, yeah, that'd be great, thanks, Shay. And say, great, we're scanning the local restaurants in your area. Uh, coming back, restaurant X has the duck soup and restaurant Y has the chicken salad. Uh, would you like me to book a table for you or would you like me to order takeout so it's available for you at the right time for you to eat it for your body? And so this is uh, the really advanced application uh, of technology into the personalized health that exists. Uh, and we're really, really excited about having that available uh, later cool. this year. Yeah. Nice. So, All right. So everyone so can go a, to ph360.me, M-E, and to find out more and, and sign up and take a look, the website's great and it's it's very clear as to what goes on there. I went through the experience, obviously, to check it out before going on here and I definitely benefited from it. But what's entailed in it? Can you give some more details about it? Because I obviously just did a run through through your people. I didn't sign up like I normally would have because I, you know interviewing you for it so i'm like i'm a tester almost right but um so what's the process like um yeah for someone who's going to sign up yeah for sure we'll go in there and sign up you can just uh, sign up and get a membership straight off of the website uh, we've designed this so that this is accessible and affordable to anyone in the world. In fact, when we first started this, when we were working with high-level athletes and stuff, it was over $100,000 to bring in different specialists, neuroscientists, endocrinologists, um, et cetera, et cetera, into the mix. And we've worked very, very hard over the years, down to ten grand and down to 1000 Now we've got for under $200 a year uh, that you can find out everything about your health, and uh, we're really excited about that. To go on the website, you can, you can buy a membership, uh, and it will literally talk you through. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, all you need is a tape measure and your current weight. Uh, and your height and then away you go so you you measure your body 
which takes about five or ten minutes, and you'll go through and just answer a set of questions uh, on your health, on your uh, ancestry, which talks about your genetic lineage, uh, and on your lifestyle. And uh, this is all to do with uh, things that will, you know, you literally go through like your eye color, your hair color, your finger length. Do you have striations on your fingernails? Do you have you know, cracks in your lips? Do you have your ears, you know, a crease in your ears? All the information that exists there that uh, gives us all understanding about your medical uh, medical history, but also your medical uh, function and and uh, physiology at that point in time. And so the assessment itself takes about uh, you know, just under 30 minutes to do, 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how quick you are. Uh, and after that, you get taken to a dashboard, which uh, talks about the six main epigenetic areas. So that's the foods where it gives you very specific foods that are right for you and health and to eat them. Like and it might say tomatoes. It changes daily, right? I mean, each time you yeah. log in, you get a new... It changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it changes based on you, based on you know, how often you're moving, how often you're working, uh, how much stress you have, based on your climate and environment around. If if you jump on a plane and and uh, you know, and fly to New York tomorrow, uh, I don't know. I'm actually not sure where you're based. But if you jumped in, jumped on a plane, fly to New York, then the the climate and the weather there. If you update your location to New York, there will be a different food list there for you based on what the temperature and the weather and the accessibility of foods like in New York. Uh, if you did, you know, then flew to Los Angeles, it would be the same. It would be a different uh, food availability based on your body for the climate and environment that's around you. So this is a, a very, Super very specific cool. understanding with foods that's right for you at any point in time. And uh, knowing L, you, know, you two years ago was a very different L to you now, and you in two months' time and two weeks' time will be a very different L to who you are right now as well, depending on where you are in the world and what you're doing and all those sorts of things, how much you're exercising, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you'll go through and it'll tell you all about your foods, how often, whether you should be eating tomatoes three times a week or every day or once a week or whatever it might be, once a month. Or you know, And these are the healthy foods. Maybe kale is something that's not great for you right now. It shouldn't be you know, on your list. And this is uh, able to be di- uh, displayed for you in a very, very clear way through epigenetics and personalized health through your gene expression. So and then you really offer cool. personal coaching as well through this, correct? Yeah, we do offer three levels of coaching, actually. The first level is for people who are looking for inspiration and motivation and encouragement along the way. Uh, the second level of health coaches are qualified uh, university graduate professionals uh, like dietitians and many other therapists that are there for those who need more prescriptive advice. And the third level of, uh, of health coaches that we have are medical doctors that can work with you for specific conditions uh, and specific uh, you know, for specific circumstances that you may have with medical uh, medical issues. We always advise if you have undergoing any new regime, please check in with your medical professional. Uh, you know, PSU sixty is not designed to replace medical advice, but it certainly can give you ex- extreme extremely specific understanding uh, of what's right for you at this point in time. Uh, so that's the levels that we have. And uh, yeah, we really encourage you guys to check in with a health coach. It really is. It makes a big difference, as you know, El, to, to be able to help uh, walk through that process for you, to be able to ask the questions you yeah, need to ask. Yeah, that was really helpful. Get I, the don't, I think that it was most beneficial to speak with a coach and have them explain everything and also looking at charts and looking at graphs and having them walk me through it and sort of give me a snapshot was even more of an incredible experience than just looking at what you have on the website, which is in depth too and great, but it was just really so awesome to have a personalized, you know, session with someone. Absolutely. And uh, you can access all that through the website as well. You can sign up, you can do your membership for PHU 60. Uh, you can choose to have a live coach uh, like I was describing there and we just talked about. Uh, we also have a virtual health coach that you can go through, which is actually Diana, who you uh, you had a coaching session with and she's got an eight-week uh, virtual coaching program that can walk you through a, like literally a health transformation if you'd like to do that uh, with an online coach as well too. So, that's, uh, that's all the different options, and we really encourage you guys. I'd always encourage anyone, whether you're working with PSG60 or some other program, always take the time to have someone who knows 
uh, about what's going on to talk with you so that you can apply it to you and understand that, get all your questions answered and really be successful with what you're doing because if you're doing and engaging in a, in a program like this or like anything, uh, you're really looking to make a difference in your health. So speak to the people that can help you with that for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Matt Riemann, the founder of ph360.me. Go online and check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, thanks all for listening and I hope you uh, got some insights for that from personalized health and epigenetics. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Are you someone who appreciates a fast, casual dining experience? Is it important that the taste of your food and the freshness of the ingredients take center stage? Well, bringing that experience to a table near you is the mission of the hottest new franchise concept in North America, Primal Kitchen Restaurants. If you want to learn more about this one-of-a-kind franchising opportunity, go to PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com. That's PrimalKitchenRestaurants.com.